92.3, the Pensacola Expert Panel. Good morning, I'm Jan Casey. Pensacola Opera is in the house with Corey McKern, the artistic director, and Cody Martin, the musical director. And, of course, my first question was, will you sing for me? He's like, no, no not going to happen. <laughs> well, it depends. I could sing a little Johnny Cash. We'll do see. it. Do it. Do it. Ready? Uh, uh, love, it's a burning thing. <sighs> Fire makes a ring. That is not the words, but that you know how wonderful. it goes. That thank you, thank you. <laughs> I always thought Johnny Cash could have been a great operatic bass. That was really good. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Catch me at karaoke, everyone. <laughs> Sorry, I can't picture that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, we are here to talk about a lot of cool things that you have going on on November 3rd. It's uh, the ad- adaptation of Mozart's. Così fan tutte. It's uh, loosely translated, women are like that. So um, it's about uh, two couples, and and the gentlemen have a friend that says, hey, listen, if you guys left, your ladies would move on very quickly. And the guys are like, that's impossible. We're amazing. And so uh, they, they take this guy's bet, they pretend they're going off to war, and they come back disguised, typically as um, someone from another country, Uh, We're setting this production in Pensacola at Fosco's, so in a coffee shop. And uh, so they come back as a beach bum and a fisherman. And uh, indeed, the ladies do fall for the other man. So you'll have to come see how it turns out. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, exactly. This is really, really fun. So how are you going to produce this? I mean, how are you going to portray it as far as uh, the music style? So Mozart is classical music yes um, so putting it in this current era there's a bit of a juxtaposition there but um, we're really excited so this is really a feature for our Jan Miller studio artists who are uh, we have four singers and a pianist with us every year and they are at the beginning of their careers and they're here they do a bunch of performances and get career training wow. and all those sorts of things so this is a real feature for them um, so we have our current group and then we have two of our alumni who were former studio artists who have gone on to continue their careers um, but yeah, we're, we're doing this a little bit kind of like black box style is what we call it, where the sets are very minimal. Um, the costumes are, it, it's fully costumes, fully staged, but just with piano, no orchestra for this one. Um, it's on stage at the Ashmore auditorium. So it'll be an intimate venue. Um, so it's a really, it's really a showcase for the voices. Um, and to hear all of this incredible Mozart music, this opera has some of the most amazing, uh, ensemble sections you've ever heard, um, it's just some of my favorite music. Now, it's November 3rd and, and the 5th, it says, yep. right? So you're part of the Fufu Festival that's about to kick off. So this is a Friends of Foo event, yes. Ooh, okay. Um, this is the one that we, we're just doing without the support of Fufu, but right. in conjunction. And then uh, we have our big Fufu event, which we'll talk about as well. This Now, this exact night, you're going to have there's cocktails, a full dinner. Is this the night that that's going to happen at this Okay. Yeah, so that's going to be Songs Down South. Yeah, so November 9th, we're producing this event with Fufu, uh, Songs Down South, which is um, basically um, what I say is the world's greatest singers singing the music we all know and love. So we're having uh, one thing that's great about opera singers. Typically, they're opera singers not born in New York, you know, super cultured. They come from a variety of walks of life. And uh, I thought of this idea. My buddy Michael Mays, who is an international baritone, 
uh, is was raised in Cut and Shoot, Texas, and has always been a country and bluegrass kind of guy. And his wife is also an international opera singer, and they have a band called the Midnight Cricket Club where they play, you know, all those styles of music mm-hmm. and uh, four part harmony and banjo and guitar, and it's really great. And there's there's uh, another group called the Opera Cowgirls who play um, opera, sort of bluegrass style, and then they do some covers as well. And our uh, middle act is a woman named Janina Burnett who just closed Fan of the Opera on Broadway, but she's also released a couple albums with some interesting sort of spirituals and Nina Simone covers and kind of, you know, what we wanted is just uh, music that people really love performed in a style like if you went to a party after an opera performance and someone had a guitar, this is what you would hear right. with these amazing artists. And uh, in addition, we have um, uh, Lucy Laduca, who was on RuPaul's Drag Race as our MC, dressed as Dolly Parton. Um, and she's going to perform a couple bits as well. And uh, food outside, Southern Barbecue, um, provided by William Stitt, who owns Billy's Bacon. So if you've ever been to Jackson's and had the bacon, or he also owns a restaurant in Fairhope and uh, Southern Cocktails, we're really pulling out all the stops for a uh, Southern culture. We're calling it um, Opera Meets Opry, Grand Ole Opera Meets Grand Ole Opry. So, well, uh, you just did it. You just did Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe this is why. Uh, this is my secret. Uh, you know, what, what I wish I would have sung. Yeah, you add little... you to the program. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna bust up on stage. But it's it's real though because like do you, most people don't even know that Kelly Clarkson is a trained opera singer. I mean, yeah. Well, so... there's so many people that uh, both ways. You know, people that are made their living in uh, pop or country mm-hmm. or other things that are trained singers in this classical training that we study in. But also, they don't know that you know opera singers can do a variety of things. Yeah, that, that's true. They don't know. My daddy loved opera. He oh, loved nice. it. So, what else are y'all having going on that we need to know about? Well, we also, I mean, you know, we're already looking forward to our main stage season, which is in January. Uh, kicks off with Lucia di Lammermore, which is an incredible bel canto masterpiece. Um, and then we'll finish the season in March with our Deflator Mouse, one of the most hilarious operettas uh, ever written um that's a fully english production so that's like a really great intro to opera if you've never been to an opera flater mouse is the one to come to because you're going to laugh you're going to understand what they're saying um and you're going to hear some incredible music yeah and lucia is the kind of opera that when you think of an opera that's what you think of it's uh incredible sort of uh you know fireworks singing you know uh, and uh it's sort of the old version of um, uh, Mariah Carey, you know, with uh, embellishments and um, young Mariah Carey, I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that. Not the uh, recent. Not, not no offense, it. Mariah. You're yeah. doing great. Not touching that. Yeah, Lucia is a. Uh, it's part of this part of opera composition called bel canto, which just means beautiful singing. Um, and so it's all focused on just the incredible things that someone can do with their voice. Um, lots of, as Corey said, ornamentation, some really great high notes. Um, Lucia sings an 18 minute long mad scene, which is just a solo number all by herself for about 18 minutes. And, uh, with all of the vocal fireworks you can think of. And yeah, it's a real tour de force. Um, but it's, it's such a great evening and it's, it's, you know, it's like going to 
the most exciting drama movie that you could see. I mean, there's there's everything. There's war. There's blood. There's a lot of blood in this one. <laughs> it's it's all fake. I promise. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just all the theatrics you could want in, in an evening. It's just a great way to spend a night out. So when is this? That's January 26th and 28th okay. at the Sanger Theater. And where can we find out more about all these cool things you've got happening? Everything's on our website, PensacolaOpera.com. Okay. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram. We're pretty much everywhere. I will say, uh, going back to Songstown South, I think that event coming up for Fufu Festival, um, I don't think, I can't think of another opera company doing an event like this. Um, it's very unique, and I we designed it for people to come have fun. Um, in addition to the the amazing food that we have, uh, our buddy uh, William Stitt also owns a restaurant in Fairhope called Billy's. In addition to the bacon, my friend uh, Scott Jones, who used to be the food and wine editor for Southern Living, is curating Southern cocktails and wine and beer. So it's really going to be an experience, and really something you you will only be able to see these um, opera singers do this here in Pensacola. And again, it's uh, it's going to be music that is beloved by. Um, people here so we're really excited about this and of course the rest of our season yeah and we should also i mean i we go into a little bit more detail about the opera cowgirls just that act itself is really incredible because they take opera arias and they perform them with their guitar and banjo and fiddle and all this so it's it's the actual opera arias that you know we know and we've performed many times and in a way you've never heard it before and it just makes it feel accessible and um, a little bit more folksy, if you will. Yep. Um, it's so much fun. Now, this is November 9th. November 9th. And where? It's going to be at the WSRE um, Ashmore Complex. Amos Center. Amos Center. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So at the I'm Amos. I'm confused. Uh, Cozy Fantute is at the Ashmore Auditorium yeah. uh, on the same campus. Okay. That's all right. So November 9th is going to be... Uh, down so- songs down south from opera to opera. Correct. Yeah. And we'll be at where? The Amos Center. The Amos uh, Center on the Pensacola State College campus. Correct. Okay. And then the Mozart. Cannot say this correctly. Così fan tutte. Così fan tutte. Perfect. Ah, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Brava. Gracias. <laughs> or merci. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> on November third, right at the Ashmore. Yep. Okay. Third and fifth. I just yep. want to make sure we get this straight. Yeah, thank you. This is, this is going to be a lot of fun. It sounds like so much fun just to mix it up and in a way maybe introduce opera to people who aren't familiar with opera. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And something you know to note with all of our operas that we do at the Sanger and this Cozy. So it, the Cozy will be sung in Italian, um, but there's always going to be at any of our operas super titles, which are... Uh, above the stage, we'll have a screen that projects line by line what the characters are saying. And so you follow along with the story that way. Um, and you know, and it, it changes throughout the night. So every line they sing, you'll see the translation of what they're saying. It's really fun in the cozy because since we've kind of updated this production, we've updated all the super titles too. So you'll see in there, now that means that they're not a direct translation of the exact words that Da Ponte, Mozart's librettist, wrote. But it's going to say things like, you know, we're using words in there like dude and babe and, uh, of course, references to Fosco and Blue Angels. (laughs) And so that in itself is a way to 
really like engage the audience and keep you on board throughout the night. That is really interesting. So hopefully some younger generations will come in, you know, because if you're going to use their language, they're going to buy in. Sure. And then you can tell them what it's really like, you know, (laughs) Well, because they need to know that too. That is going to be fun. Yeah. I, and I've never heard it, and so it's Cosu Fantute? Cosi Fantute. Cosi. Cosi. Yeah, that's right. Women are like it, that. <laughs> I, did didn't, you, I didn't write it. <laughs> yeah, but you love saying that. <laughs> you like it a little bit too much. Well, it's funny, though, because, you know, there is, there's, there's a bit of a stigma with this piece in the current day because, yeah, it's called Women Are Like That, and it kind of seems like it's about a generalization of women. But if you really look at it, and I think the way that we're looking at it, it's about the guys basically being told that they're not good enough for these women. And so I think you can kind of turn it on their head and look at it more that way. And it's actually, I think, more interesting and funny. Yeah, truthfully, the guys are acting like idiots and, yeah. and creating this whole premise. Um, and then saying women are like that, which I think is typical. <laughs> you know, <laughs> So the guys create the problem and blame the women, right? No, that is yeah, I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> that is 100% typical. 100. Well, let's let's revisit in case you're just tuning in. It's News Radio 92.3, the Pensacola Expert Panel, and you have the pleasure this morning of hearing from Corey McKern. He's the artistic director of the opera, the Pensacola Opera, and Cody Martin, the musical director. And you're marrying Opry sounds, folk sounds, country sounds. With opera singers, which, on, and we talked about this, you know what, most, not most, but a lot of people that are popular in the mainstream come from an operatic background and classical training. Yeah, it can, it can happen that way. Opera is an interesting thing in the United States because most of us don't know about it until somehow we discover it. Or right. Someone introduces you to it. And when I became an opera singer, um, I got two reactions from my parents. I came home on Christmas break, my freshman year of college, and told my dad I wanted to be an opera singer. And he said, opera singer? Hell, I never even heard you whistle. <laughs> so that was, my, uh, that was my first reaction. And then my mom said, Corey, we don't even know people that go to the opera. So, you know, there is opera is a, um, a unique art form. Uh, it's, it's one of the greatest marriages of theater and music that's ever been produced in history. And, and the, the glory of the unamplified human voice uh. and the power of that with an orchestra, you know, it, no matter what modern technology comes in, um, if you're into that, which we obviously are, it's really hard to compete with opera done very well. And so, of course, we're um, somewhat evangelistic about um, trying to offer that to our community. And we have a very supportive community in Pensacola. We're very fortunate. And so doing something like Songs Down South, in a way, is um, an offer back to the community, you know, offering what we think are some of the world's greatest singers. And I'm not being, you know, hyperbolic when I say that. These singers are incredibly successful and then singing this style which um you know is really this is our art form this is our music in america Mm -hmm. and uh so it's that's why it's exciting to me where can we find the ticket prices to songs down south so all that information is on our website, PensacolaOpera.com. Um, right, Songs Down South, the concert ticket right now is $75. And then if you want to add on the dinner for the full experience, the festival ticket, it's 125 That includes open bar. Open bar. Yes. <laughs> Very important. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cody. We got you. Um, so, so, Corey, back to Mozart um, <laughs> and, and what y'all are doing there. I mean, 
Let's talk about that. Yeah. A so for the, the Cozy Fantute, uh, again, it's featuring our incredible studio artists who are at the beginning of their careers, um, up close and personal in this Mozart yeah. opera, updated to current day Pensacola. Um, set in the Ashmore Auditorium, which is only 300 seats, so it's going to be, you know, there's not a bad seat in that house anywhere. Um, minimally, minimal sets, but it's still fully staged with full costumes and lighting um, with a piano. Our One of our studio artists is a pianist, and she plays incredibly, and she's playing the Mozart score really well. Um, and tickets for that are 25 or $40, so that's a really affordable evening. Yes. Um, and those tickets are going fast. So I will say if you want to get to the cozy, um, I know it's coming up next weekend, but it, it might sell out, I think. Yeah. And you said, I like the, what, what you termed it as the black box experience, that intimate experience, which yeah. is really cool. That, yeah, that's, what's really special about this production. I think, um, especially with the venue being what it is, um, basically, you know, not to, Spoiler alert about what you're going to see, but this backdrop is, it's not really a physical location kind of backdrop. We are, are um, our incredible designer, Brian Chapman, um, designed this. It's basically a big like mural of okay. Pensacola icons. So in the, the background of the scene, you're going to see this big painting of, you know, the Pensacola beach ball and the swordfish sign. And I think we've got the uh, Seville quarters on there, of course, because it's course. about young people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And who hasn't been to Seville Quarter? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's lived more than a quarter? Anyway, sorry, yeah. that was so sad. I sounded like Cody now. But <laughs> no, I'm Corey. Don't let Cody does not want to be associated with my bad guys. You're, Cor you're Corey. I'm Corey. You're yeah, Cody. Yeah. If y'all could see me po pointing, <laughs> they are so different, but yet so much alike. And that's because of their passion. For opera and classical music and the in the arts and so I'm it's really also having a great because time. we share a birthday. Yeah, that's right. Funnily enough, when yeah. is your birthday? March fifteenth. Mar March. Yeah. Oh, guys, happy like belated <laughs> and, ha and happy early birthday. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so Corey, tell me again about the Opry. There's you know text about that and they're texting about the prices of the Mozart. You know, they just people are curious. Now, Cody, you're saying you're probably going to be sold out. It's only 300 seats. Mm -hmm. So two 600 altogether for the two performances. Yeah. yeah and so that's going quick. We still have seats, so still yeah, buy your tickets. But You still have seats, but you want to go ahead and get that handled, I think, right away because it's just next weekend. Yeah. Right? And then you're the following weekend. Yeah, the November 9th. 9th um, and, of course, tickets are still available for Songs Down South. And I would recommend, I think the whole experience with the food and the drink and the music is going to be... Um, the way to go, although we'll take you any way we can get you. Um, but we've really tried to work hard to curate this to be um, something that people can walk into and just enjoy a full night of. I would say go for the whole thing. Yeah, me too. I mean, how fun is that going to be? It's, it's just exciting. Yeah, it's going to be, again, it's, uh, it's totally, you know, um, something new and something that our community um, alone will get to, to enjoy. I mean, again, you, you know, Mike Mays, who is in this Midnight Cricket Club, has just been, he just opened a brand new opera at Houston Grand Opera. Um, he was just in Germany doing literally an eight-hour opera. Um, they started at, uh, I think, five o'clock and ended crazy late in the evening. Um, he has an incredible career, and so to get to hear mm -hmm. him sing, you know, country and bluegrass, and it's just, uh, it's going to be very unique. Do you have a favorite opera singer? 
You know, that's interesting. Opera singer, I mean, some of Performer. the... Well, yes, I'll, I'll say, my, of course, um, my teacher in grad school is a gentleman named Giorgio Totsi. And uh, if you've ever heard the soundtrack of South Pacific, like Some Enchanted Evening, mm-hmm. the movie, he's the voice on that. Um, he was an incredibly um, successful and had a long career and was a great gentleman and showed me a lot. Uh, his teacher actually was the first Turandot in Puccini's Turandot, so he had literally direct stories from Puccini that he would tell me. Uh, and so it's hard to hard to beat that. But I've been fortunate to work with um, a, a lot of amazing colleagues in my career. And uh, now being artistic director, it's, it's really fun to bring them here and show them to our audiences. And also to have them, you know, people come here and they love Pensacola. Yep. Um, artists that come just love being here. Um, we just had an event uh, a couple weeks ago, Jukebox Gala, and we did it at the Hilton on the beach, and all the artists were um, just thrilled to get up and walk on the beach. And uh, so, you know, we, we, we have a small town, um, but it's, it's easy to draw people to come here because of our supportive community, because of the beauty of Pensacola, because of the size and scope of the town. Mm-hmm. You know, it's great to work in New York. It's great to work in Berlin, but there's something um, unique about a small town like this that produces such high-level uh, productions. So we're, we're very fortunate. And we're very proud of what we do. Yeah, we are, and you're right. We, we're a small town with a big reach, yeah, and I think right. a part of it I hear often is that the kindness that people find here. And I, I'm, I'm proud of that because I'm from here. So I'm from around here. Yeah. yeah. And it's amazing. Now, what about you, Cody? Do you have a favorite opera? A favorite opera or a favorite singer? I have, I have answers for both. Do both. Okay. My favorite opera is an opera called Rusalka by a, a Czech composer named Dvorak. And it's based on the same fairy tale that The Little Mermaid is based off of. So it's yeah. a similar story. But it's about, you know this water nymph who gives away her voice in order to meet this prince. And the music is some of the most amazing music ever. Um, it's an opera that's not done very often, but it's getting done more. So if you ever get a chance to see Rusalka, I highly recommend it. My favorite opera singer is a woman named Beverly Sills, who is no longer with oh. us, but everybody knew her back when she, you know, in her heyday in the seventies and eighties, um, it was back when an opera singer could be a household name. So she had, you know, she was on Johnny Carson. She was on, uh, she hosted a, her own show. I think it was called like Lifestyles with Beverly Sills. Um, she was like this, this, she was good friends with Carol Burnett and they did their whole special uh, Sills and Burnett at the Met, which is amazing if you mm-hmm. haven't seen it. Um, and so I, I just, I love her singing was incredible. One of my favorite voices ever. But just as a person, you know, she made that effort to make opera accessible and mm-hmm. everybody knew who she was. Um, so I wish I had gotten to meet her, but I, I didn't really know about opera until she had already passed. You know, when I was um, a young singer in uh, the Young Artist Program in Seattle, I was in New York for auditions and someone gave my friend and I, Eve Giuliotti, two tickets. And when I read the ticket, it said parterre. And I was like, I wonder where that is. And so I offer my ticket. And I'm wearing jeans, by the way, because it was last minute. And I, I go in, and we offer the ticket to the guy, and he brings us up to the second level. And there's just all these doors. And I was like, well, this is unique. And uh, so he gets a little key, and he opens the door, and he takes my coat and hangs in the little closet. And then you walk into what is a box, right? It's like the opera box. And when I, I look over to my left, and there sits Beverly Sills. <gasps> <laughs> and uh, and then the door swings open in, in that box, and in walks uh, James Conlon, who's a very famous conductor, and his wife. 
And then Placido, Placido Domingo and his wife. Yes. Now he's one of my favorites. So it was uh, it was great memory. Corey and Cody, we could just do this all day. <laughs> I am enthralled. I'm, I'm, uh, they're from the Pensacola Opera. They're talking about uh, Mozart's Così Fantute. Perfect. Così, yeah. Così Fantute. Songs down south. Find the information at PensacolaOpera.com. PensacolaOpera.com. Y'all, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having us.